This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Stroll around to throw some shade, kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her, time to drag Guess what? You're watching and or listening to the only drag race pod recap Instagram thingy that's ever existed in the history of the internet. I want to say hi to everyone who's watching. Oh my God, Scarlett! Hey, you bitch! <laughs> Effie, Beck, Squidgy, Phil. Oh, you all of you amazing people. Hello, Diaper Butt. Yep, that's a name. Uh, Nancy, Aiden's. Hi! What's up? Um, well, thank you so much for tuning in. We're about to have an amazing guest today. We're so excited to talk about the newest episode of UK. Feel free to comment. Tell us what's happening. We want to know what your opinions are. You can support me in the meantime by giving me money at Venmo and PayPal. It's just my name, Mono Agapian. Um, and you can, we'll talk about how to spell that. I have a lot to talk about. So we need to go ahead and have our guest come. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, very excited about Monday's app, and you know this episode will hit the pod feed next week. But for now, we have the, the vixen. Hey, hey, gorgeous! Look at your hair; it's cool like as it. fuck. I love it. You you go on a lot of color journeys with your hair, don't you? Um, I did. I was trying to you know figure it out. I for the longest time I didn't do anything, and I realized I was like I have not had a real mm-hmm. job in like six years. Why don't I start dyeing my hair? And so I did. And blue is the <laughs> one that like blue is the one that like really I think suits me. It's it's a it's good. It's a really Thank lovely. You. It's really Thank lovely. You. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Soaking up the um. It's a bright day in Chicago. It's not exactly a warm day, but it's a bright day. Okay. Yeah. That that can be a victory in and of itself. So yeah. So, yeah. Uh, oh my God, Vixen, you're such. You're so lovely. The oh, Vixen. You. <laughs> Do you accept it when people call you just just Vixen? Yeah, it's weird to like have to say the every time. So like it's it's Vixen to my face. It's the Vixen behind my back. <laughs> she's that girl oh my yeah God. i am so excited for nubia to return i was oh yeah i was one of those suckers who had a ticket you know i mean obviously and hey nubia refunded us but That's like good. we had that whole thing where we were like maybe it'll happen like, <laughs> no girl yeah do, is, is there a date is there a late later this year date is it 2022 do we know when it's coming back Oh, I don't know. I just did the I did the Brooklyn Nubia um, for the launch, but I'm not a part of the like production that's going to like carry it on. Um, I'll be like doing Black Girl Magic stuff when we're oh, able cool. to, and so like yeah, that's amazing. That's incredible. Um, you, you are such a fan favorite. You are you. you are ahead of the con. You've always been ahead of the con. Wait, what show is this? <laughs> I. You know, Hi, JT. Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. Oh, That's yeah. That, I had a lovely time on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> you are so ahead of the conversation that now, how does it feel like to be trying to have this conversation about POC representation years ago, being kind of being gaslit? And now people are like, did you know Black Lives Matter? <laughs> how it's, does it feel? It's It's really weird because, I mean, you know, I think everybody's or anyone's normal reaction would, you know, be like, oh, like, you know, I told you so, or like, what took so long? But mm-hmm. the truth is, you know, we we need people to get woke, and it doesn't matter how long it takes. We need it, you know, and the longer it takes, the more pertinent it is and the more uh, urgent it is. And so I'm just glad that people are finally getting on board. That's That's very, very wonderful of you, just to be like, let's have, I mean, that kind of grace is really important. 
I'm happy we're having the conversation. Let's get the conversation going. Don't drop it just because it's almost the end of February. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, um, you know, you would just waste time being petty if you were like, oh, well, I said this back then or whatever. Look, the Vixen Was Right t-shirts are on my website. You can go buy Thank it if you, you. feel bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, and wait, remind us right now where else we can support you because I want to say it multiple times in this app. Where can oh, we yeah. support you? So you can go shop.thevixensworld.com to like look at all my merch. I think the Go Have Your Cigarette Bitch t-shirts just sold oh, out. So but you can get the rest of oh, stuff. <laughs> um, restock. Or, yeah, restock. Or you can Venmo and Cash App. Or you can Venmo at the Vixens World. You can Cash App VXN Cash. You can, uh, you know, OnlyFans slash mm-hmm. Untuck Tony. <laughs> so, Love it. Uh, yeah, lots of places to support the Vixen. I love your OnlyFans. Uh, oh yeah, so much. thank you. <laughs> it is stunning. You are so you are so stunning in every gender expression. So I think oh, it's I really it. cool. I think thank it's you. really I'm cool blushing. that you're doing that. <laughs> thank I you. I love speaking of like you know you're talking about like your hair and like oh my hair. We're at a really cool time in history where it's like um, there people are allowing people to employ themselves no matter in any way. And I think yeah. it's like really cool that people I, I if any of that still exists, that has to like get shut down because people should be allowed to support themselves in every way without it being like, oh, you lost a job because of X. Like, yeah, I love that there's like so many different ways to be your own boss these days and to, you know, like just like a free market economy where you can like, yeah, just make your own rules, set your own hours. I think that's like, I think that's another reason that we're seeing so many, like many revolutions happening is because people don't have to like answer to the man Mm -hmm. as much in so many things. And I think it's really great. And hopefully that'll be like great for our futures as a whole. I think so. Like our, our gay kids are going to be like, what? Like people are going to be so big. People told you how to make money and could fire you because you posted a picture. Like, yeah, it was stupid. It was real great. Or like, um, you know, people not being able to have tattoos or to dye their hair and stuff like that. So dumb. So embarrassing. Yeah. Um, Well, Vixen, you know, uh, in a nutshell, how do you look back on your drag race experience? Was it a joy? Was it complicated? Very complicated. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah. Because for better or for worse, you know, I'm able to, you know, talk to a shit ton of people and get my point of view out there and um, really make a difference in the world. You know, not everybody might agree with what I'm saying, but they hear me. And um, mm-hmm. that is the first step. And a lot of times when you like make somebody mad about something or you say something that people don't like, it sticks with them. And they, you're like, you know, they're like, I can't believe she said that. And they go, go to sleep at night. I can't believe she said that. And they wake up in the morning. I can't believe she said that. And, mm-hmm. and then like, um, you know, three years later, there's the Black Lives Matter boom. And they're like, oh, that's why she said that. And so like, yeah. it's, it's good that people heard me. Um, even if they weren't happy to. So I'm, yeah. I'm grateful for that part. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, that is a blessing just to have a little bit more of a stage. Okay. Crazy, the, the, the funniest questions I, I ask every queen, will she go back? <laughs> will, will she go back when they're like, okay, we, uh, we need, especially apparently on the U S we're still having the conversation of black lives matter, which is like, duh, but um, will you go back to the show or have you <laughs> done what you've done? Yeah. I think I'm done with, um, the show. I'm more than happy to, you know, like work with World of Wonder on like other projects or like, mm-hmm. you know, we did like we did like a Black Lives Matter PSA and all those oh, things. Oh, that's nice. But, yeah, but I don't think um I don't think there's a need for me to compete again. I think that would yeah. not not be cute. <laughs> you did it. She did what she did. <laughs> yeah. And now the Vixen High Tops are that's the only thing we need we're waiting on. <laughs> oh my God. No, I, I would, would do the, I would buy go top. get your cigarette bitch high tops. <laughs> go smoke your cigarette. <laughs> I think that's like a good flip flop. That's like a shower shoe. Okay, great. I'll I'll get the slider. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> How are you enjoying UK? How are you enjoying the season of UK? I'm really really loving it. It's uh it's so. I mean, it's always good to like watch the new countries like launch because you get more like genuine like raw queens who aren't so concerned with their edits or so um aware of the camera and like just you get to watch the contestants just like live in the thrill of the moment instead of like mm-hmm. showing up as a brand you know the u.s girls we like 
we know exactly the route that we're taking and like what we're getting ourselves into, um, totally. which, which changes the experience a lot. I like it. They're meaner. Yeah, I just think you should drown in the river. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. That um, in the reading challenge, when she's, yeah. she said like up the river I, Thames. Right. Yeah. I was like, did she just tell her to come? She told her That's to fucking drown. Yeah, some of the reads uh, this episode were um, pretty cutthroat, which you don't really get anymore. They really were. I know there was there was a government. I mean, my favorite was probably the COVID test one where Lawrence yeah. was like, was you're so, so dumb. So dumb. She studied for the COVID test. Yeah, that it's was a classic. A yeah. It's a classic one. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. There was a government chip joke uh, against Bimini. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, here's what I will say about the reading challenge, which I think is done. When someone's like, oh, I could never read the girls. Okay, let's go. Like, that's just yeah. been done and we have and, to drop it. And Elliot didn't really, like, deliver it. Like, um, I agree. Like, the transition was a little wonky when she tried to do it. It was like when you're overthinking the line in your head and then yeah. you're like, has hummed to it. <laughs> yeah. it and you have, to be a, you have to really be a queen that no one's it thinks is going to be shady too and i think all of the uk girls like we know they have the potential for shade so it's not really totally yeah yeah totally yeah yeah i think alaska did it and it's like a lot that's funny because alaska's like uh uh, you know not to the face insane (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. lawrence also um, i'm sorry i think ellie i think maybe ellie had a read that was like both a read for her girlfriend and lady bunny oh yeah yeah it was like no, no, don't come for it. Was like, don't come for Lady Bunny. Um, <laughs> Lady Bunny will cut you. She will show up at your step. So you be don't. Careful. You don't want to fuck with her because she has about eight hundred insults ready to go. Yeah, yeah, she's got the like the Rolodex of hate for sure. <laughs> and one of them was like, you know, the whole taste of horror thing. They were like, I, "You, you ate my ass, or I sat on your face and you ate my hole." And I was like, "That's not really a read, but work." Yeah, I would have been like, if I was tasted, I'd be like, and hey, you're welcome. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Was were there any flirtations on season ten that we didn't see on camera? Were there any? Is there any? Uh, no. <laughs> well, you could ask any of the girls. the The rumor is is that I'm the thirstiest queen in uh, season <laughs> ten. Uh, but I think I'm more of a person who, like, if I think you, you're looking good that day, I'll tell you. And so the first time that camera got naked, I was like. Are we not oh, supposed yeah. to notice this giant bulge over here? Yeah, um, but it girl. Was, it wasn't exactly flirting. It was just like, you're naked. So you're just yes. going to get naked on day one. But um, I agree that it's like, are we going to pretend that there right. isn't a piece of fuck in the room with us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not exactly a compliment. It's more of an observation. <laughs> right. It, it feels crazy to be like, I don't see it. We're, yeah. we're just hanging out. I yeah. don't see it. Okay, sister, sister won the reading challenge. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> well, well, now she has that, and she can always have that to say that she won it. She'll always have that. I do love that these girls are always like. There's this ongoing narrative that sister, sister copies everyone. <laughs> like that's... and just off of based off of one time, which I mean, it yeah. wasn't pretty. It was a, an egregious copy, though. It was pretty bad. It was egregious. It was a big one. It was a big yeah. moment. And you know what? I'm going to be a bitch inspired by my UK sisters and, and say immediately, why is Astina gone? <laughs> like, Honestly. why? And, and, okay. and I'll, I'll go even shadier and say, why did we have so much sister, sister and only a dollop of Astina? <laughs> That's just my opinion. Okay, so this, okay, we're just talking about, like, being thirsty. Tea? Tea. So, like, okay, how can I say this without being a bitch? Hmm. Mm. Vixen, you you could (laughs) never. I swear. So, like, outside of Astina and Mm -hmm. Tace, I would say, there aren't really a lot of attractive people in the workroom. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 so, a lot of unique, that, unique persons. A lot of, um, a lot of, uh, 
interesting faces. <laughs> but so I was kind of, I was really sad to see Estina go because like that was a piece of eye candy for the work room. Oh my God, the Mortal Kombat look. I yeah. Mean, body. I mean, yeah. with eight Ds, this body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a real bummer for me. And I thought she did have just so much raw talent. Just, yeah. it was, it was, it's fucked. But, you know, she'll be on the international all-star season. Nice, nice. I would want, I would hope. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earnin is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in drag her under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's drag her under podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. So... This week's challenge, we have Corona super, super Shiro's. Okay, we first opinion. How do you feel about like referencing COVID and Corona like a- immediately in in drag dumb? Have, is it is it a good thing? Is it a weird thing? I think it's. Um, I thought it was weird because I'm sure they had a different plan for runways, and it was mm-hmm. like. So in the seven months, did you just give up on the idea that you had before? (laughs) Like like that clearly wasn't what they were planning to have a runway be or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I wonder what happened logistically where they had to like come up with a different idea for the, for a runway episode. Um, I don't mind that as much as I mind in the U S we just had a, the episode yesterday for the U S was just a special about how like the show dealt with and like, we have like, and we have so many queens who have not been eliminated yet. It was like, we do not have time to interrupt this yes. program. <laughs> yeah. It's like we the UK season, I think, is going to end. It started, it's going to start and end inside the US season. 
Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I also was not here for the documentary episode. Like, it's cute. It's really cute. But to... I think to it would have been cuter after the finale or something. You know what I mean? You. Like, thank Because right you. now, like, when we're still in the pandemic, most, of, most cities are still in lockdown. So it's like, what exactly? Like, this is too real. It's too soon. It's not enjoyable to watch because I'm still living it. So it's right? Like, it's like... Yeah a documentary about what's happening in your house today. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I yeah, I, I watched the news this morning. I got it. I know what's I going got on. it. I know, yeah. drag is our escape. Like, let <laughs> us escape. Yeah, and I mean, I'm all for like, you know, like bringing the issues to the forefront, but this is, I mean, this is more of a downer than racism. I, feel. <laughs> like, I also felt the conflation was a little bit much. Where it was yeah. just like, okay, we're gonna, okay, I don't know. If and the dramatization to... and like, you know, where were you when you found out? And it's like, yeah, we all have these, like literally everyone on the planet experienced this. So it's not very, mm-hmm. it's not news to anyone. Yeah, I yeah. I agree. I agree. I didn't love it. It felt a little Emmy driven to me. Um, well, I mean... That's, you know, you that's know, the T. That's the T. <laughs> that's the goal, and and for them, any Emmy is a goal. <laughs> yeah. And what? How far we've come from RuPaul saying that she'd rather have an enema than an Emmy? I think she needs to have an enema nowadays. <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> she's backed up with Emmys. <laughs> it is funny. It's like the whole show started as a parody of America's Next Top Model, and it is, it's it's past that now. It is. Yeah. 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 It's like, um, and I mean, I don't know. Okay. Like I get that Emmys are like, it's a trophy. It's an award, but like, what does it benefit the Queens? What does it benefit the community to like have an Emmy? Is it just that, you know, the show gets mentioned on like a big platform, like the Emmys and that like brings more Money. viewers to the next season. Money. But I mean, Hey, when season 10 won an Emmy, they used a video clip of me to announce it. And I didn't get a damn dime. So like, of course not. So what does the artist benefit versus the 40 white men that go on stage and accept the Emmy? T. So, yeah, that is, I don't know. That is a big problem. And you're right. It really is. They're just juicing. We're getting juiced. The queer community yeah. and especially the POC, a bi POC community is just getting juiced because every time they get Emmys, they get more money. And yeah. then the show gets a bigger budget and then the people involved get more money. It's... Yeah, it's it's a pyramid scheme. (laughs) But do the but do the people whose, you know, personal stories get stiffened and you know, you got Tamisha on at like the worst possible time in her life to be on and you know, like Mm -hmm. got all of us like reliving our trauma for the world stage and like what do we get out of that at the end Mm. of the day? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. You you done really you got me to preach it. You done got me to preach it. I know. I'm sorry. It's Saturday and we're at church. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. how do you feel about the unconventional challenge? Like the I, I've seen you make some you made some incredible stuff on your time in season ten. Like that the glitter cage dress. Yeah, 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 that was. And you made that there. No, 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 no. Oh God, you brought no. that. <laughs> I but brought you, that. But yeah. you made it. Right. Yeah, like, but I that's made incredible. it like yeah. completely from scratch. Um, I love an unconventional challenge. It's, I mean, it's more, it's more fun for me to make something out of nothing than to like sit there and like cut a pattern and sew something that's going to look mm-hmm. like everything else. I love when people like have no idea like what they're looking at or like how I did mm-hmm. something. I love mm-hmm. um or like a uh, Bimini's like uh bacteria thing. I love things that just look organic and like completely like unstructural and like. Very so off-kilter cool. stuff. I was so here for, very excited for, like, an unconventional challenge. Definitely. Yeah, it's so fun. I love the shit. So, I mean, of course, Sister Sister gets too much shit. It's, you know, it's the curse of Jada Sophia. She got, she got to get stuff first. Yeah. And now she has <laughs> too much. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing, the uh, strategist, which, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. we can say all day what she should have done, um, is that the idea is you get all the good shit, and you just don't let anybody else have it. You don't right. have to use everything. Just keep it for yourself. Or she you know, like to it. Yeah. Or, or like even um, I would have like you know like maybe you want to like make some allies later, and so you like maybe you give taste like the scrubs that you got, or you know like mm-hmm. you like you pick your favorites. I definitely I think she was smart to not give a whore anything, but like maybe you know play mess with her mind a little more. Give everybody else something except the whore. You know what I mean? I yeah, fuck with her. Why the fuck yeah. not? Especially after she a whore came over and was like buttering her up 
but then didn't even have a good compliment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally so didn't. That was like, really fucked up. <laughs> you're like, so you can't Cruella. Even, yeah. You, you really think so little of me that you can't even fake a compliment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was just like, it was so crazy. I also was jealous of how, like, there's a lot of shots. I mean, there's this weird spy shot footage of Ahura, but there's also shots of her very, which is, I love how queer she lounges on top of a table. That is queer <laughs> culture. Yeah. Um, but she's chilling. And then she delivers the most stunning thing. Right. Yeah. I've ever like one of the most stunning things I've ever seen. Yeah. When they, when those shoulders popped, I was like, Oh shit, it's done. It was, it was Jurassic park. You know, yeah. it was that it was whole, really, really good. it was so and good. Like, and that's one of the things that I love about the challenges where you get to make something there because there's no way she could have packed that, right? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like she wouldn't have been able to put that in a suitcase. It wouldn't have traveled well, all that stuff. So I thought it was really good that she was able to make something there that was like bigger than life. And um, that's, or she really took advantage of the situation and like went off. Totally. Um, and when, then, yeah, you, you know, it's just editing. Like they only showed her chilling, but I'm sure she like worked out. Totally. Yeah. A hundred, a hundred, just the editing. What what the hell was Bimini thinking with that first look? <laughs> what the fuck was that? The the like purple tits, leaves coming out thing. So I was like, I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. So the whole time I was thinking like, okay, like maybe not like the tissue and whatever balloons she had in tits. No, but I was like <laughs> maybe she'll put a breastplate on and that'll like right. give the illusion. I was really trying to see it. I think honestly, I might have liked the outfit that she was working on in the, with the purple sleeping bag or the pillowcase, that probably More. would have been a better outfit than what she came up with. Interesting, because you think it was just unique as opposed to like, oh, a dress. Well, I think, you know, it was like a little V-shaped. It looked a little bit more superhero than what she ended up with. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the judges really just like gave her too much of, of a pass for like calling it like a Vivian Westwood-inspired you had plungers on her butt, and for what? You know, <laughs> like a hundred percent. And she yeah. had a, a the ring, a, the ring girl wig and blonde. <laughs> right, yeah. And it's so annoying. It's like you know, uh, a young white girl can like come out looking like crap, and you will instantly find a fashion reference to link it to. You know what I mean? But like, if a black girl was to do the same thing, you would be like, it's a pile of garbage. <laughs> You're so right. You're so yeah. right. The sort of the sort of subconscious bias that, uh, yeah. that comes along with that. It's, yeah. There's like, well, yeah, you look like a model. And Pamela, oh, I see that. We have all agreed Pamela's white beauty is stunning. <laughs> yeah. And so, right. Yeah. We've all agreed that um, white girls can walk down the runway looking like garbage and it'll still be fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so. I mean, the, I was talking about this with uh, Vinegar Strokes, and I mean, every PLC queen. It's just, it's so, it's so weird how the way we limit queens of color. They're like, okay, you're a queen of color, so you're an entertainer, so you can dance. So, so you're a pageant queen, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but then it's like, well, if, if you are white, you get to be like, oh, I'm a comedy queen. I'm a crafty queen. I'm yeah. a, I'm a specifically this queen. I'm conceptual. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 really unfair. <laughs> it's yeah. Really up. Yeah. Um, I can't I can't imagine um, a black crystal method going very far. <laughs> I know, right? I know, yeah. right? I mean, I will say you know, Evie's about the closest that we had to that. Evie's, Evie's the closest that we yeah. had, and she gets shit though. She gets yeah. a lot of shit. Like, like yeah, er, like in popular queens have been like, I don't think you are good. Your makeup is good enough, which is like, yeah. I don't. Right. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> I don't Not feel at comfortable all. with it. Or it's like, yeah, like come for any other queen. Why aren't we coming for Jinx then? Like, okay, yeah, come I for mean, her makeup. I mean, there's this. I mean, Willem. You know, the greenest mm-hmm. beard of all. You know, like there's just and no shame, but like, <laughs> but like there's just so many. Um, yeah, I think we accept black excellence as a trope, and we accept white trash as a trope, and mm-hmm. it's like it should be able to work in both ways. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's so it's so exhausting. It's like even you, you know, like you you have to be it's like as a queen of color, you also have to be an advocate at all times. And that's so much pressure. And it's so exhausting to be like, I can't just exist. I have to be like a a a freedom fighter the whole way. The whole way. It's like you're either too woke or you're not woke enough. Um, even with like OnlyFans, like somebody like 
a few people have like tried to attack me recently for not um, having filmed with a black guy. And I was like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm filming with, I'm filming with who's available. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm filming with who is in good health, has, you know, like taking care of themselves and like getting tested and like willing to film with me. You know, also there's the burden of like filming with somebody who also wants to fuck you. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot that goes into it. And um, I think people are getting a kick out of like um, just nitpicking like my wokeness in my sex life, which is like, honey, Listen, I grew up on the south side of Chicago. I came out when I was 14. You have no idea how many black dicks I have touched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. Will you write that book? Will oh, you write yeah. that book? Oh, it's the a, it's dicks a, it's a picture seen. book. It's a picture book. Girl, actually. even yeah. better. Wait, okay, ballpark. How many um how oh. many closeted gentlemen would you say like Okay, percentage, so that you don't have to out any numbers. Percentage of definitely closeted versus not. Not closeted. Not a lot of closeted. I mean, like, maybe when I was, like, young and we were all closeted. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I I went to college in Chicago and everything. So a lot of proud out gay Black men as well. (laughs) Good. I love to hear that. Yeah. I love to hear that. Okay, so our material, steel wool, cursed material, um, I, I could make it work. I I, I feel the calling to done? make a steel wool look. Please. Taste. So even if you take like what Taste had, I think she could have taken like one steel wool one and just stretched it out long and like did that like a couple times and made like a suitable leotard underneath mm-hmm. that would have like looked. It definitely still would have cut up her crotch. Um, mm-hmm. One of the one of the great things about um, working on Drag Race is that they have so much spray paint. I don't know about in the UK, but like in our workroom, there's so much spray paint that you can have. And the Rue pretty much like told her, like, you're going to put like some kind of leotard or something under there. And so like, right. I think she definitely could have. And another thing is like, I think she would have done better to like not have the like shoulder things. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And, like, too too and- much shrugging. Yeah, like maybe just do like a big like detox jellyfish kind of situation where even if you just came out as a bag of, sh- of scrunchies, that might have looked better than like what mm-hmm. was going on. But but I mean, yeah, neck me up, the bottom. Gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, the face. Is, I, I, I even I liked I don't know. I liked it. And I thought the bottom was just so crazy. I was just like, oh, my God, look yeah. at that. You have a bug on your pussy. It looks like there's yeah. a bug. On your snatch. Yeah. But I think the answer to that, especially like for somebody as small as taste, would have been to like make half of the garment, you know, like very like fit to the body, and then like maybe make the hips puffy and scrunchy and then make the boobs puffy and scrunchy. But like the yeah. silhouette, the silhouette yeah. like could have been a lot better. Yeah. Can you believe we got a whole siren scare off of this? Like, I don't know if you saw, but like last week they were like, and next week, and we get the whole like nine one one scare, and it's like, I saw, and it was just uh, a little boo boo. Yeah, yeah. That tells you how like that tells you how strapped they were for drama because um, season ten, I think Blair, my my poor baby Blair, she probably like was in the med sink. She was allergic to nail glue, so she was like. (gasps) So she was like always like with like the medic, right? Um, and she but, knew she was allergic. Yes, was but it's like, what are you gonna what are you oh, gonna do, right? God. It's like uh-huh. it's like so. Um, but she was you know dedicated to getting through it, and so she did. Um, but that didn't become news because I was too busy cursing people out. They don't have, they don't need to film somebody like getting a band aid when Vixen is right. snatching wigs, <laughs> you know? right? Thank God, yeah. and thank God yeah. for that. Because yeah. those, the, I mean, you gave us, you gave us a season <laughs> of Drag Race. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Um, okay, there's some touching moments about being a queer youth. You talked about coming out at 14. How in touch were you with your queerness, like before 14? Oh God. Um, were you so just like, I was... oh, I'm gay, fuck, or were you just like, oh, I'm gay? It was very much, uh, oh. This is going to suck. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you know, in the 90s, you know, you've seen enough, like, at home, like, uh, after school special dramas that you see it play out. And you're like, I did. I'm signing up for that. Damn it. Uh, Same. So it was kind of so like, OK, this is going to be a burden until I'm like 18. And uh, totally. I was lucky enough, you know, in the age of MySpace, 
before I actually had a like physical boyfriend, I probably had like 12 like online boyfriends. And, stuff uh-huh. like that. and so I was like, getting my life that way, which, you know, um, gave me a lot of practice for the world that we live in now. <laughs> with, like, right. Um, so I was a little more comfortable once it came time to like, I went to a high school that had out gay guys. And so that mm-hmm. like made it easier to date, but I was already like familiar with like having conversations and like, emotional complexity with uh boys so that was nice mm-hmm. um and then it was just a matter of getting my mom on board <laughs> yeah oh that's yeah. Fuck. that's fantastic i hear you i had the same moment of like okay cool so i have like another thing on my plate forever awesome 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 yeah. um but now i'm just like oh thank god <laughs> thank yeah god. yeah so looking much- back like being gay like especially being gay and like growing up in like uh, a poor neighborhood and stuff like that. I feel like it kept me out of so much trouble because I, I didn't want to go play with the boys. So I never joined a gang. I didn't mm-hmm. get arrested or anything like that because I was in house, you know, playing in my mom's wigs. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and Lauren's kind of touches on this of like the whole queer sense of humor. You know what I mean? The sense mm-hmm. of humor we develop because like we're always defending ourselves or working, yeah. coloring outside the lines, et cetera. Like, when did you, did, were you always funny or ha- did you develop your sense of humor? Like, at, you know, like dealing with bullshit from like bullies and stuff. You know, I think, I think the funniest people are people who have survived like some kind of trauma, right? Facts. So I think in like, after like high school, I would like, you know, like get a joke in here or there. I'm always like a, you know, it's funny cause it's true. So I'm always the person who like, tells the truth so like things would just be accidentally funny and then Mm -hmm. um you know as I got older you know you're like the traumas that would make you funny and so then it was like it really wasn't after till after drag race then I became hilarious (laughs) (laughs) because of all that trauma yeah all that yeah so now I I really take pride in um being really really funny but I think it's just you know being able to roll with the punches and laugh at yourself and um, not take yourself too seriously which yeah that's a gay superpower it is it is the best it is like once again like when you're going through it hell and yeah. then when you're on the other side you're just like I can laugh at anything like I right. I, I, what, what, I, I I did something I think I like just I like even when I like wreck my car or something like when some shit happens I'm just like okay <laughs> okay. <laughs> right all right okay. <laughs> like uh, yeah. like yeah we'll, we'll we'll figure this shit out yeah okay. and um please oh i think you know just like being a person who's like come from so much i have you know just learned to like face adversity with the knowledge that i can sur- like i've survived so much that i know that i can survive so much so when like shit happens like even with the pandemic i'm like ooh, like this season is fierce. Me and my friends, we always talk about like life as if it's like a reality a show. We're like, oh, this season is getting really good. Like, yeah. <laughs> or um, now we uh, we refer to like the universe or the gods or whatever as like the producers. And we're like, oh, the producers are really trying it. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, and just when you were like, hold up, hold up. You're like, oh, did you, can you believe what happened right. on this episode? Yeah. Can or they like, believe that Ted Cruz on this episode went to Cancun said he didn't mean to go to Cancun Uh and then got on the stage that shaped like a Nazi symbol. Right. And then had the nerve to show up to the reunion and try to come for AOC (laughs) who has done way more for his own house than, yeah, very that. She knows. She knows she's on TV. Yeah. Um, I agree. Fucking crazy. We get, we're very adaptable. It's a real pro-con. Yeah. So we get to the main stage. Um, and we'll, we do a thing on this one where we chirp and burp the look. We've already kind of talked about them, but you, we can give them an official chirp or burp. And we're the only Drag Race podcast that judges looks. So mm-hmm. this is really exciting for you, Vixen. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you love it, chirp it. If you're like, nah, not loving it burp it and even maybe tell me like what you thought would like hook it up like on this first one taste was exfoliant a bolt and you already gave us some tea but what do you overall is this a chirp or a burp you know the string pussy i still feel like it's an overall chirp 
I think, you know, like I'm Tace is my number one pick for the crown. Like I'm rooting for her. Love. But I mean, she has had some questionable, like just tiny details and like polish, but I think it's still a chirp. It's still a chirp for me. I just thought the top, yeah. like literally the whole top half of her body was perfect for me. And then I was like, pussy, no. Yeah. 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 Okay. Lawrence of Achenia. Uh, giving us this blue orange bathing suit. There's a bustle. Her makeup's improved. The wig is moist. What do you think? <laughs> top top chirp of the week for me. I was so imp- like like I love construction. Like I said, I love unconventional materials. Uh-huh. And even like seeing in the workroom, like what she was doing, I didn't think that it was going to come out as polished as it did. Like I was so impressed with the proportions. The yeah. like it it just fit like real fabric. It looked so good. Like the tailoring like was amazing. I, was I agree. Really, How yeah. dare they put her in the bottom three? Yeah, that was well, crazy. That was she's in the bottom three. Well, I mean, <laughs> so yeah, crazy. She, that's I just crazy. didn't accept it as fact. Yeah, that's yeah. That's it should have been Bimini where she was because they called yeah. Bimini safe before her, and I was like, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. no. And that's why I talk about, again, you know, you have a thin white girl and they can say it's fashion no matter what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm, it's like, no, mm-hmm. yeah. Girl, it's a trip. Yeah. We love her. I mean, they're just giving her a story because she's going to be at the end. I, I would still gag if she won, but, like, she's going to be at the end. I'm really, I think, like, my favorite to win is Taste, but I think from what it looks like, it looks like the producer's favorite to win is Lauren. Sure. I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. I will be happy if, Tace, Lawrence, or Ahura wins. I, I believe. I believe any of those would make me pretty. I mean, I like Bimini, but like, I would be she's just not my top pick. Ahura won. I think Ahura is really good, but I'd be surprised if she won. I don't think she's getting a winner's edit. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Bimini. I feel like she's getting a kind of like Alaska's first season edit where like she's going to be like good TV, but they're going to bring her back for an all star or something like that. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. And I it's think like we like um, her, but I think, you know, like I was just saying that taste, um, you know, has like really great fashion, but there's like some like attention to detail that's missing. I think the same goes for Bimini, especially um, when it comes to like making things because Bimini doesn't really make a lot of things. Right. So I think, um, yeah, I think they're kind of neck and neck in that respect. And I think, ooh, neck and neck in that respect. But um, <laughs> that's going to be in a song later somewhere. Ooh, neck and neck in that respect. Yeah. I mean, that's um, a good, it's a good sequel to My Neck, My Back. <laughs> ah, yeah. And so, um, neck, yeah, I think neck. on paper, um, I think on paper, Lawrence really is probably like a more deserving winner when it comes to polish. I think you're right. I also think yeah. her story is kind of com. com- concluding yeah. like yeah we've learned so much about her she's had she had such a beautiful breakthrough and just like talking about her experience of like you know the way people judge her it was so beautiful and i'm like i love her i think her story might be coming full circle yeah um, which can be dangerous because sometimes if they're like if they're getting all of your like info too early on then true. that means you're going home yeah you gotta true. hold out you gotta Gotta keep one in the box. <laughs> true, 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 true. So, okay, we already talked about Ahura. She's COVID-19. What? I, uh, Jurassic Park, but make it puss. Alejandro, Lady Gaga a little bit. Glitter mouth, mask. What'd you think? Um, definitely a chirp. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. It was gorgeous. Um, I think I still prefer Lawrence's look a little bit more just because... I I love what a whore did, but I know exactly how it was made. I I could do it if I had to. Mm. Lauren says I have questions. I'm a little baffled at how good it is. You know what I mean? Work. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I still I did think I I this really gagged me. So like whatever parlor trick she pulled, it worked. It worked. I was yeah. like, I love this. <laughs> yeah. This. And yeah. I was like, if she doesn't win, what are we doing? <laughs> Um, yeah, chirp, work, work, work. Bimini, we already said this, but I guess we'll say it. Yeah, this is a burp. It's I would burp. say overall. Overall, it's a burp. I like the idea. I like the idea. Um, what do you, what, what, what is the idea? <laughs> Dress. 
dress is dress. the idea. <laughs> what and that was dress? the other thing for me is that it wasn't, um, you know, because there wasn't just a design challenge. There was also a superhero concept to it. And I right. didn't really, I didn't see superhero when I looked at it either. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was like a little meh. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Like, yeah, there was little brace, there was little like wristlet things, but it wasn't, it was not a superhero. It does not a superhero make. Yeah. Okay, Ellie, as exuberant Ellie giving us Candyland, Katy Perry orgasm, with a splash of Jade Jolie, if you will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you think? It's definitely a chirp. Um, I think, and this is the thing, like now with Drag Race being like so far along and like so many seasons and we've seen the game play out so much. It's like, you have to, it's like at the end of the day, Drag Race is a fashion, it's a runway competition, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, no matter what you're doing, especially when you have girls like Taste or like Simone or like Gottmik and stuff like that, you have got to come to the runway with fashion. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so even when it's a good look, you gotta make it fierce. It's like how right. how how Roos always says, like, but how you're gonna make it funny? It's like you mm-hmm. gotta make it sickening. And it's like I thought, like obviously, like uh, she had like the skills to make something that looked great. And yeah. then it's like as a competitor, you just also have to make it sickening because like there was horror, no surprise, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like. You know, like, we don't even know where Katy Perry is right now. So like, uh-huh. like nobody's, nobody's checking for this style anymore. And so like, That's... I, thought she, I thought she looked great, but it was like, just not a well-played um, card. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Well, it, it, a was chirp like, still. It, was, it was a chirp, but you're right. It was like, oh, do you like this dress? Well, here's the dress I always make, but with a plunger. <laughs> <It was laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, was, it was similar. It was reminiscent. Yeah, I feel... I feel that way about like the U.S. girls too. Like I really like Tina Burner, but I'm like, you gotta give us a fashion moment. You just yeah. have to give a fashion moment. Totally, a hundred percent, a hundred. Yeah, that's 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 a challenge. <laughs> yeah, it's a, challenge. it's a runway competition. <laughs> so true. Okay, so yeah. it's finally sister sister giving us Garden of Sheden. Um, I when I first saw it, I was like, wow. And then you look at everything and you're like, oh, my God, that's too much. Yeah, it could have it could have been like a garbage pail kids kind of like club kid thing Mm -hmm. that could have gone really, really well. I think even if like the base fabric had been like a color and not just like a drab, like beige situation, it would have made it because it's like you can because like a superhero can be like something that's like weird and like, you know, Mm -hmm. that could have could have worked but it just um yeah it like didn't go far enough and it went too far all at the same time it's just like totally yeah it's like if you're gonna be like gaudy and like grotesque then it's got to be like in every detail and i think like the blank spaces of the outfit is like what made everything else really fall apart right when and you kind of when you look at all the silhouettes just like you see some Wumana from the other girls and then you're just like Nickelodeon. It's just like, whoa. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's like a little um, binya binya. You know what I mean? A little yeah. Bella Bella <laughs> Island. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and if you're going to go there, then your makeup needs to do that. Your hair needs right. to do that. Everything needs to be like, it has to look super intentional. So at least you like say like, oh, you just don't get it. But it was like, no, it's like, it just doesn't look intentional. It looks like you went for a swing and you missed. Truly. Truly, yeah. truly. If maybe if it was an earlier week, she would have gotten a pass. But we're we're getting yeah. down there. TikTok. Yeah. Like, like I was saying, it's like at these moments you have to give a fashion moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah. I agree. It must be sickening. Must, must be, be sickening. Be... We have our untucked. It's or whatever. What their kind of untucked thing is just like chit chatting in the workroom. Yeah. I love how mean they are to each other. That's all I have to say about that. Really. Um, <laughs> Uh, Ahura wins, of course, and then we have our lip sync between Taste and Sister Sister to a Jess Glynn song. Um, what did you think? Did the right gal stay? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Hands Taste down. Is, isn't going anywhere. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I love yeah. Sister Sister, but I have seen, I, I, I think she, it was time. She, she it was, was time. time. And it's like um, there you have those like moments with girls where it's like, especially, you know, we saw this with Veronica. It's like um, when 
when all the girls are coming for you, you are either about to shut it down and just mm-hmm. like slay the house or you're about to go home. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it was the time. There's a lot of like bullying on this uh, show where like all the totally. girls will decide to come for one girl. Like totally. Like, yeah. They gang up on each other a lot. Yeah. It's strange. an interesting cast and it's interesting how like it really does feel different from the first season. Um, you know, there's still some really fun, uh, uh, you know, meanness and, and gaggery, but it is, it is different. This, yeah, we're going to have a really unique kind of winner. Like the first yeah. season was a little bit more Great British Bake Off. And this one, <laughs> yeah. this one is not. This one is just like, no. you suck. No. But I mean, go. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for a season that isn't a best friend race, but like. Always. Always. But damn. <laughs> <laughs> she said you're so big. <laughs> um, work. Well, like, okay, thank you so much for joining us. Where can we support you? Remind us. Tell us all the places we can support you, The Vixen. One more time, you can Venmo at The Vixen's World. You can cash app VXN Cash, or you can paypal.me slash The Vixen Bitch. You can go to shop.thevixensworld.com to get my merch. If you want to see my dick and my ass and all that good shit, you can mm-hmm. go to OnlyFans.com slash Tony. Also, Twitter for my personal goodies. You can see me on Twitter at Tony Untucked. Took me a second there. I um, love it. And also Twitter, you can find me at The Vixen's World. I love it. You are such a treasure. You are such a hallmark. You're such an important oh, you, figure in drag. I can't wait to see your career continue <laughs> to evolve. And everything you do, thank you for being a voice to a queer audience that only sometimes deserves your attention. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for being so generous with your time and wisdom to every kind of queer. Oh, and do you do cameos? Someone is asking in the Oh, I just saw. I don't do cameos uh, only because Apple takes like a really big percentage that they should. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Support us in other ways. If you have any extra coin. You can Venmo or PayPal me at my name, Mono Agapian. You can support us by giving us five stars on Apple Podcasts and because uh, it helps us make a little bit more coin. Oh. And um, yeah, follow us right here on Drag Her Podcast. And you can listen to this episode next week. It'll be on the pod feed. But in the meantime, catch it here on the IG. Um, well, until next time, and until we see you again, the Vixen, we love you and bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Stella love to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. That was a HeadGum Podcast.